0: for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics right here on Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome to Mount Olympus. The word temenos means sacred space in Greek. It denotes a place that is more than a mere physical location, an area of interest that is special and set apart. Our Olympian temenos is dedicated to discovering and interacting with the many phenomenal manifestations of living mythology and its local parallels in our surrounding culture. Our ongoing mission is to explore, honor, and celebrate the mythical world around us with a special focus on non-traditional subcultures, folklore entities, fabulous beasts, haunted places, celestial chariot sightings, other world encounters, as well as magical and mystical personalities. Tonight, we're going to do that. And we're going to speak to Maria Andrea on Mages, Sages, and Seers. And we're going to be discussing angels. Greetings and welcome, Maria. How are you?
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Again, we always have such a good time.
0: And yes, we hopefully do. we
1: can help people understand the different realms a little bit better.
0: I, I'm sure we do that uh, as well. And uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing your take on uh, Angels, they mean so many different things to so many different people. Oh, we seem to have lost uh, the connection here. Let me put on a song until we fix it. Uh, We're going to listen to, let's see. Oh, there we go. (laughs) Hi, Maria, welcome back.
1: Hi. You know, we're having, I'm in New York on Long Island and we're having a bunch of thunderstorms. So, uh, I don't know. I think maybe she just plays with us sometimes.
0: Yes, uh, she does. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> with, with everybody communicating with uh, this, uh, the, these online communications, it's been very wonky lately, everything. Um, oh,
1: <laughs> Definitely.
0: So we we will get through as best uh we can. Um, now. <laughs> What is, your, what is your idea of angels? If somebody says the word angel, what does it mean to you?
1: Well, I think I tend to look at it a little bit differently because sometimes I've dealt with them on the spiritual plane, you know, okay. on, well, from the psychic level. So when you look at it as an example, the Latin word or the Greek word, right, it actually right. means supernatural being. When you look at the word angel, that's all it means. So I look at them as highly evolved etheric world intelligences. Okay, and I, feel, and I feel that they're genuinely here to help us. Uh, the, their level is to help us with the planet, with individual people, you know, like guardian angels. And each mm. one has a different job, for lack of a better term, a different mission. So I find that even though they have a hierarchy and um, they're coming from a different realm to help us, each one actually helps us in a different way. Okay. And I think that's what makes that's what makes the difference. But they're all here to help us.
0: So to you, angels are a certain class of higher intelligence, uh, and their job is to uh, take care of us and to help us.
1: Yes. I, I've been looking at it from my personal experiences. I've looked at it as they're here to help people, but they're also here to help the planet, you know. Okay. Um, Tree, trees earth growing you know anything dealing with the planet itself so it's not limited to people it includes people and i find that each one is very different uh, uh, well, as an example one of the things that i mentioned in the book i have on angel spells and by the way uh, i'm co- i'm co-authoring with um william orabella and sean castile and uh, Bishop Greenfield has something in it and uh, Timothy Green-Beckley and they are wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people and very knowledgeable. Yes, they are. So, I I always, yeah, so I always feel yeah, I always feel very honored that I got to co-author with these people you know, and much as yourself you know, I love talking to you because you're so knowledgeable we have fun. <laughs>
0: yeah. And we're <laughs> <most> together too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I find, uh, personally I found that Different angels have different jobs. So, as an example, uh, in the book that I have, I wrote down how to contact them, and different ones again, different fields. So, as an example, if you're calling on an angel such as um, Gabriel, angel Gabriel uh, brings joy among other things, and also uh, communication, but basically joy. So now, if you're calling in that one, and you're looking for joy, you're fine. If you're calling in that particular one to help you with protection, that's not its job.
0: Okay. <laughs> or, you know,
1: or, you know, or if you're calling in a, an archangel to help you do better spiritually or in business or in health, if you're looking for health, you're not going to call in an angel that deals with love. You know? So each one has a different job. It's not that they won't come. It's that really they won't know what to do. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay so, Think, so, they in life, you know? so they do specific things So they do specific things In the angels so Yes, they're very very specific so If you had uh, A challenge that you're facing And you thought you needed some help Then you would find out which angel Could help you uh, And then you would appeal to that uh, um, Angel through a Spell or a prayer
1: Oh, exactly, and one of the things that I have um, in the book, and I'm saying in the book because I can't really describe it over the air, um, okay. I have talisman, and talisman basically come in, as an example, on pieces of wood, you can draw them on parchment paper, they're sigils, symbols that represent that particular angel to get them to come to you, and most of the symbols I receive through meditation, so I've okay. already worked with them, I don't have anything in there, I haven't. So, for what you said as an example, um, the uh, the angel Unael uh, was off evil. Okay, if you're looking at Archangel Michael, Michael is protection,
0: and I always
1: laugh because people protection. I always laugh because people always think when you're dealing with angels and if you're spiritual that everybody's very very passive because we're coming from the heart and we're spiritual, and I always laugh because there's a limit because if you look at Archangel Michael and some of the other archangels. Uh, some of the other angels. They came in with weapons. Michael has a sword.
0: Right. <laughs> he has a sword. So,
1: <laughs> so not only are they protecting you, if you know, if they if you go into war when you're thinking tribal times, you know, they're not standing there going, Oh, this is so nice <laughs> So you right. have to have warrior angels. <laughs> you know, we try to be as positive as we can be. But there's a difference between positive and, you know, DORMAC. <laughs>
0: That's very true. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: so we look at it very differently. Okay. But I found that they are very um, uh, strong and powerful beings. And depending on you personally, you know, each person, they will present themselves a little bit differently because what I found is that they're really just light beings. I don't see where they have a form. So okay. if they're going to come to you, I find that they usually come to you in more of a human form because that's what we're comfortable with. But I've never that's found them to right. actually have a form. But don't you
0: find that awesome? I find that too. I find that the uh, the higher intelligences uh, are very flexible in the type of form they take. And often it's a form that we'll feel comfortable communicating with or that we'll ascribe authority to. So, uh, they, they appear in different ways, different people. And sometimes, uh, like you said, they appear as people. So they look like regular people. And it's only mm-hmm. later that you look back on it and say, wait a second. <laughs> did <that just> <laughs> <laughs> I did really
1: good I love that one. You know, I found uh, if you think about uh, like John Dee and Edward Kelly, they came uh, up with the Enochian language. Yeah, and they got it from the angelic forces from the um, etheric realm, and they have a special alphabet to contact the angelic forces. I just find that very interesting. So they're yes. trying to connect to us. <laughs> you know,
0: that they
1: are. Um, I yeah, and uh, I find there's specific spells or specific techniques to contact uh, the angelic forces. And by the way, I always forget. I want to always mention to people, anytime you're contacting any etherical intelligences or beings, you and I always talk about how they need to make sure that they have some form of protection before right. they go and do that. Yeah. And what, people don't think about that with angels. Don't you find that they just don't connect it to fallen angels?
0: Th- that's often the case. People, people uh, think angel and they think good. And that's mostly the case. <laughs> uh, but, yes, there's all that mythology about how things that are not quite so good uh, are also angels. <laughs> and, and this echoes in the mythology of everybody. Like you had the Olympians versus the Titans. You had the Aesir against the Giants, you know. And if you read right. the myth, it, it's a civil war. It's not against two different types of beings. So the war in heaven that's <laughs> described in biblical literature is, is a civil war among angels. And, and people see, now different. we're back
1: to weapons.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: I find, too, that if you look at the word, when you're talking about fallen angels, a lot of people think of it as uh, Satan. And basically, when you look at that word, it really, in the Old Testament, it really meant the adversary. Mm -hmm. That's all it's meant. And people just don't think of it like that. So if you're calling in angels, and as an example, if you don't know who to call in specifically by name, you can always call in an angel for the purpose of, and then you're going to be very specific about what you need. But if you don't do protection, you don't know what you're getting. So I always tell people, no matter what you do, whether it's meditation, because you and I have talked about it, that you also look at it as anything we do where we're opening a door we need to do some form of protection. And if you're getting in contact with angels, I find that there are certain steps that work very well. So as an example, you'd, um, to prepare for contact, you'd cleanse your space, whatever area you're working in. Uh, you'd do protection. You'd focus on your intent very clearly of what you want. And right. then, then you would communicate with the angels. And then when you're all done communicating, you want to thank the angel because that's like paying them, <laughs> right? Right. And then as, as the last step, which you and I've talked about, people forget when they're dealing with any type of uh, beings, as the last step, you want to send them home. Otherwise, you're calling them in and you're grounding them with you. They can't go home until you let them free.
0: And it just doesn't occur to people,
1: you know? Because in the physical body, we have control.
0: There are different schools uh, about uh, the – it depends on what system you're using. If you're using a ceremonial magic system, that's very true uh, because you're basically unlocking something to invite them in. And if you don't unlock it again uh, to let them out, you are uh, getting them stuck. Uh, In some traditions – um, you're inviting them freely to come whenever they want and then right. freely to go. So there, it's a, it's a bit more fluid because sometimes they want to hang out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes they don't. I, I you agree. Know, so, yeah, I think a lot of times like, like you said. Yeah.
1: I think it's like you said, it's, it's the particular system. Also, I find it's the particular being. Some beings, you really need to call in um, mm-hmm. and control it because you don't want to get hurt. And like Jean and I, They have a lot of power. You don't want to let them loose. (laughs) And then you have positive spirits or guardian angels where you really don't need that level, you know, just like you said. But I always figure, if nothing else, you always need to protect yourself at all costs because I always think of it as whatever you do, good, bad, or indifferent, I always believe in the law of justice and karma like you do. So you want to make sure you're only doing positive, definitely coming back. I, I would like positive coming back.
0: <laughs> yes. And you
1: yeah.
0: you bring so much positivity in to the world that you just have like a positivity bank account that's over, <laughs> over <laughs>
1: Well, I appreciate that. I really do. It's very true. And all
0: the time I've known you, you've done nothing but uh, bring uh, um, lots of uh, positivity into my life, into the life of everyone that I know uh, through your words.
1: Oh, I, I appreciate that. And one of the reasons I love working with you is because you're very positive and you're very knowledgeable and you have such a wonderful outlook on life, you know. And Thank you. I find that you're always trying to help people, you know, not just on the air, but that's just your nature, you're always helping people. Sometimes I find what happens, and I mean this nicely because I really like you and care about you. You're so busy you. helping others, sometimes I have to remind you to remember about you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because now everybody's going, me, 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 me. <laughs> and you totally forget about you. I'm sure Athena reminds you,
0: but then you yeah. yeah. need to move on it. Everybody does at one point, and uh, I remind them so we help remind each other that, uh, in yeah. addition to all the stuff that we're doing, uh, we, we have to mind ourselves uh, as well.
1: Right. You know, I, and I find that spiritual people, we tend to put everybody else first, and we really mean to get to us, but we normally don't. So, you know, we try, like you said, we just try to remind each other once in a while. <laughs> Yes. But, uh, oh, I have a funny story. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, in the book, uh, there's a special little introduction with Timothy Beckley, which is wonderful. He's just, you know, great person. And in the back of the book, there's a little um, bonus section by Bishop Alan Greenfield. So, this is what huh. happened. Okay. <laughs> I have, and by the way, it's documented. That's why I think it's funny. So okay. in the section of the book that's mine, I have a spell on how to call in Archangel Metatron. Now, Metatron okay. connects to liberation, but Metatron, among other things, also co- connects to whirlwinds. So bearing okay. that in mind, uh, Bishop Alan Greenfield, um, basically on the air, and he was on the radio show called Ground Zero by uh, Clyde Lewis in 2015. And what he did was, he did my invocation on the air to call in Archangel Metatron. Okay. <laughs> the funny part that's, was, the that's, next that's day... both bold, bold of him. Okay. <laughs> so the next day, the roof actually blew off the radio station. Oh, no. <laughs> Nobody was hurt. <laughs> Nobody was Well, that's hurt. good. Because Rowan... <laughs> you know, so we were laughing because it was actually in the paper. And we were laughing because if you call a Metatron or any archangel, you may want to let them know which part you're calling him in for. So Metatron, I think, just decided whirlwind sounded good. Yeah. <laughs> and the, probably nobody called him in for a while and he had a good laugh. <laughs> but it's actually documented in the papers. I just thought that was hysterical.
0: Oh, well, that is so, awesome. You know, that is definitely- <laughs> I hope you included that in the book. Uh, you know, that, you know that, I that. think I mean, it. it no, out. I think it came. No,
1: actually, it came after the book because after we wrote the book, because we all added something to it. After we wrote the book, he he did the spell that I have in the book. Oh. Okay. You know, to call in Archangel Metatron. <laughs> so, I really wish they could have put it in after, because it's actually documented. But I just thought that was funny. The whole roof blew off the next day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's well, like you, you know not make you stuff up sometimes, and you gotta be careful what you ask for that's a a saying that's said exactly. that says time and again um I know <laughs> that in the old traditions um they had, like, slightly different views of uh, angels. What's changed since antiquity uh, is that the terms come to mean a particular class of uh, being, like you said, an etheric uh, intelligence, a high etheric intelligence. Uh, whereas in antiquity, it could be anybody who delivered a message was an angel. Exactly. So, and uh, exactly. so it's the same thing with the word Lord. A lord could be an earthly lord, like a king, you know, leader of uh, people, uh, or it could mean mm-hmm. uh, a god or it could mean the high god uh, in a pantheon. And all of it used the same word. And that word is also Baal. That word is Elohim. That word is, uh, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, used uh, a lot and in many different uh, contexts. And uh, now in modern times, it denotes a particular class of uh, entities Um, And uh, um, this is a difference from now and antiquity, but also now we have the concept of the earth angel, where some people uh, are angels incarnate, or they're influenced by angels while they're here, um, or they fulfill some of the functions of uh, angels by ministering to uh, humanity. I find that a very interesting uh, concept, the earth angel concept.
1: Oh, definitely. And by the way, didn't you start something new? What was the new thing you started with Earth Angel?
0: I took one of my Facebook groups that's sitting there (laughs) (laughs) because I've limited time, so I spend as much time with these as I can, but I don't succeed. So there was one group that was sitting there, um, so I just repurposed it. And it's for people who um, think themselves to be earth angels or people who are who know that they're earth angels or people who are curious about earth angels. And uh, uh, they can go there and share their experiences, and they can also share resources. So there's a copy of your book there, of course, and they can order from Amazon. There's a link. Uh, there's a link to other books. And also things like uh, uh, Random Acts of Kindness. There's a lot written about that. Um, Paying things forward. That's a new expression. I think you taught it to me. Uh, But uh, (laughs) it's basically if somebody does you a good deed, you do that good deed for somebody else if you can't do it for that person. So all these different uh, habits that people can cultivate. Uh, to make their life easier, to make the life of the people around them easier, uh, and also to fulfill the angelic function, whether or not they actually identify it as angelic or not. So uh, that's pretty much where I started, and I'm I'm building on it a little at a time. And uh, hopefully, uh, like some of the other groups that I've created, it'll become very active.
1: Uh, I, I just wanted you to mention that because I thought that was such a great way to go. (laughs) You. <laughs> and, no, really, I think that's a wonderful, wonderful idea because there's so many people on the planet that look out for others and take care of them and help them in yeah. you know whatever form they're capable of. Even if somebody has a car and there's somebody down the block that can't get to work, their car broke and they give them a ride, it's still something positive and selfless. So I think the fact that you have something like this for people is just wonderful. You know, I, I really think that's great. And I think more people should tune into everything you do. <laughs> well, well,
0: thank you. You know, I, I feel uh, like that. <laughs> so, people can get in contact with Metatron uh, through the spell book. What, what other angels uh, um, have people uh, contacted and have they shared their experiences with you?
1: Well, as an example, um, there's an angel called called Merod, M-E-R-O-D, and that's love magic. So actually uh, it connects to the King of Solomon, you know, and part of it is just magical operations or uh, talisman is an example. So talisman just means uh, something, an object is consecrated. That's all it really means. So it's an inanimate object um, that has powerful psychic energy, sent into it with somebody that has the ability and the knowledge to do so. And the aim is to attract changes to a person's lifestyle or their environment to make it better, to improve it. So you're always working on doing better in some form, whether it's spiritually, physically, emotionally, um, you know, but in some form. The thing is that the talisman gives it a specific intent or purpose. So usually there are sigils or hieroglyphs, or I like runes, you know me, <laughs> or yeah. they have words of power to speak, um, ancient symbols, such as the Greek symbols, or mm-hmm. whatever the practitioner really wants to use that's appropriate. You know? And then when they're using that, and they activate the talisman, usually it's a matter of keeping it in a safe place until you use it, like an altar, or you know, a dresser drawer, or you're carrying it, it depends on what you're working on. Usually, with love magic, you, it's something you're carrying it on you. Now, love, people forget it's romantic love, but love also includes friends, family, yes. uh, platonic, and there's so much more besides the romantic love. But, you know, we all tend to gravitate there first. <laughs>
0: right. Especially you know? if somebody's trying yeah. prayers or spells. Yes, usually that's, that's what they want. <laughs> you know.
1: So now what I like when you're working with the angelic forces is, say, as an example, because we're talking about love spells, okay?
0: So Uh say as
1: an example, uh, there's a particular person that you want in a romantic relationship. If you're working with an archangel and it is not good for both of you, it will not happen. So I like that because it keeps it positive. Because what if you're trying to work on a positive relationship and it turns out it's really not good for you or it's not right. good for the other person and you don't know. So when you're working with the angelic forces, especially love magic, it'll keep it safe so it only works when it's positive for both of you. Now, if you're working on something physical like a job okay, or money, that's, uh, that's different. Because when you're working on that, that only has to do with your free will. It has nothing to do with anybody else on a controlling level. So that works better. In fact, there's an angel called Acatrio, And what that one does is it, 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 uh, let's see, intensifies prayers. So whatever you're praying for, it's kind of like a battery charger. We like that.
0: (laughs) I like (laughs) that. Yes. Yeah. You
1: know? Or, like I said, Metatron is really used more for liberation. But then you have to mention specifically that's what you're calling in for because they do have more than one function. They do have more than one job many times, especially archangels. And I think the misconception with archangels, and I think you and I have talked about it in the past the same way, is that people look at um, an archangel and they always want to call in an archangel instead of an angel. Okay. And the thing with that is, archangels really have different jobs. Angels are here more to help individual people, uh, to help build or intensify your life in a positive way. They're more personal. An archangel okay. is really meant to help with communities, with the government, with, uh, as an example, you know, with the tribe or with the community, like I said, more than with an individual person doesn't mean we can't call them in for help, but their job is really more global rather than individual. So okay. if you're calling in, like, um, as an example, angel, let's see. Um, if you call in, uh, I'm just trying to think of what's an easy one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? But say you're calling in um, Archangel Seraphiel. Okay, that helps to heighten communication. I was trying to think of jobs. <laughs> it heightens okay. communication. So if you're looking for a raise or if you're looking to do better in a job that deals with communication, like being a radio host. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Although, <laughs>
1: listen, you, you know, luckily you don't need any help. I'm thinking you can help everybody else.
0: <laughs> no, I need help too. Beautiful. today. Today during the show, I forgot what station I was on, and I didn't let the music play. I started announcing in between the opening. So we all need help all the time.
1: Yeah. So if you, as Jeff, if you're going to ask a boss for a raise, you may want to call that angel in, as that's not an archangel. So you may okay. need that little ex, ex, extra push, you know. So I like talisman because. It's really a focal point on a talisman. And like I said, it can be on wood, on stone, on a pebble, on paper. You know, I like parchment paper or paper. And if I use paper, normally what I do, I don't know what colors, because there are colors and times and charts, you know, for everything. However, if you're calling in from the heart, you don't need to have all that information. That's just like an extra boost. Okay. So I personally like, um, I like white paper, black ink. And the reason is I like white because it keeps it positive with divine power, no matter who you believe in. Because you know how it is when you're working with spirit. We don't really care what label you use. It's still the same source. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I use white paper to keep it upstairs, and I use black ink for power, like a black pen, magic marker, crayon, whatever you want to use. But black gives it extra power. It isn't negative. It's just adding to the power. Of whatever you're doing, you know, and then we use other things with it. But uh, you know, sometimes we use candles, gemstones, you know. And I find a lot of times when, and I think uh, you'll notice this also. A lot of times when you're doing spells, when you're calling in any deities, including angels, you know, it's really funny people don't think about it. But when you look at the spells, they tend to rhyme because now you're working on voice vibration because everything has a frequency. Don't you
0: find that a lot of it, or most of it, I find really rhymes? Yes, it, uh, th- things rhyme, uh, and there's a uh, power in rhyming, and also in um, just uh, a <laughs> sound generally. I, I recently gave a workshop on Circe, uh, the Enchantress, not the one that we know through Tim, uh, but the mythical one. <laughs> and um, and uh, uh, there was a, a name uh, that... Uh, uh, I was having difficulty pronouncing, even though it was from Greek mythology. And then I said, "Wait a second, mm-hmm. this, this is meant to be—it's meant to be, it's meant to be uh, chanted." And when I chanted it, it made a lot of uh, sense. And uh, so I used the, the chant in the meditation and showed people how right. to use. The, and there's different variations of it. So one day when I have time, I'm going to play with the energies of the different variations and see what that produces. But yes, uh, sounds yep. and colors and uh, uh, rhyming uh, and uh, anything that adds energy and emotion and feeling uh, makes whatever you're doing uh, on any level more powerful. Even when, lifting, when you're lifting weights, if you're visualizing the body that you want and you're mixing together the right. vitamins you're going to be taking uh, and you're doing all that and pouring positivity into it. And uh, you, you know, you're going to get better results. And if you just go through the motions and don't think about it.
1: Oh, definitely. I find that also it's funny with uh, martial arts, um, when we do martial arts, I find that people that just learn the movement will never be as good as the people that understand the concept and the energy and yeah. the flow behind it, not because they can 't be good at it, they just didn 't learn in that manner from whoever taught them
0: very, very true so like
1: you like you yeah so like you said, it really is a combination of things a lot of times, and especially with angels, you have days and times and days of the week and you know which one vibrates to which frequency but i find you you know that's extra that's like a, an extra battery kick you know But right. i find like talisman I, I look at talisman really as power tools because <laughs> you know? it, really <laughs> whatever the belief system is that you're connected to uh whatever the name uh, they call the angels. The angels have been—they've right. always been with us in different realms. You know, talismans just really—they're tools to help you connect better or quicker, or, or to make it more powerful. And the aim is really to attract changes to your life or your environment to make everything better. You yeah. know, so I find anything that's for that specific purpose and. Mm-hmm. I find that you, when people call in angelic forces or any other beings, you really need to sit down and think about exactly what you want ahead of time. You don't want to be in the middle right. of calling in an archangel and going, "Oh yeah, what did I want?"
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, because you need That's to have in, you know you need the intent. Yes, you do need mm-hmm. the intent. Now, yeah, a, a lot of people. um who like object to asking like you know through prayer and uh um you know by uh doing spells and whatever system you're going to use to um ask the the universe uh forget that uh, we're one with the universe so it's okay to ask the universe <laughs> just exactly. like the a family and then you have a a family of friends and you know just like you have these support uh, systems whether they're built in or whether you've built them and it's okay for people in those support systems to ask each other you know uh, if they need assistance with something Um, and the people in that it's the same thing with the invisible world as well that that we're part of the invisible world Uh, when we're not here we too are spirits of light Uh, So it's okay to Mm -hmm. help other things of life who are incarnate. And uh, they're part of our family as well. I look upon the Olympians as like, uh, you know, my ancestors, you know, my divine ancestors, Mm -hmm. their family. Oh,
1: exactly. I I look at it the exact same way because I feel that we're all connected. I always go back to that uh, outlook of the occult outlook of the spider web. That Uh, each spirit is on a different strand. And if you shake one strand, it shakes the whole web, (laughs) you know, etherically on the physical, um, etheric plane, different intelligences, different realms. You know, I think really everything is energy when you come down to it. So everything being energy, how can we not be connected? Hopefully in a positive way. And, and you know, we're still working on people being positive, but there's a lot more out there now. So,
0: yay. <laughs> yay. And a lot of people <laughs> have that, that, like, once you realize that you're one with the universe, you realize at the mm-hmm. same moment or a moment later that everything is one with the universe. And then you realize the moment of death that you can't not be one with the universe. So
1: <laughs> Exactly.
0: <laughs> so I think you, I
1: find, like, art, like um, Archangel Uriel.
0: Uh-huh. It
1: really, ha- really has command over the earth and the wind and patrons of the art. So, that one, if you're a writer, musician, artist, you know, anything along that that line of creativity, you can always call in Uriel because it gives you inspiration. It doesn't mean that Uriel's going to write everything for you, <laughs> right? You know, or give you the answers of um, the feel of the music. But I've had musicians that told me when they called in Uriel, you know, clients that I was working with, that you know, they would go to sleep sometimes or even in the daytime just wandering around, you know, at their jobs, (laughs) Uh you know. And all of a sudden they would like hear like little musical notes and they would think, oh, I just came up with this all by myself. And then they'd remember they called in Uriel the night before. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) You know, so... You do get help. Sometimes it's not instant. You know, sometimes it is. But the help really does come. I find um, the issue that people have sometimes, just because they're new to it, is that they'll ask for help. And, you know, they're waiting for an answer at that moment. And you don't always get it at that moment. No, not at that moment. And then... And then when it comes up down the line, they don't always connect it to you, but they ask for help. In fact, you were saying that once that you called and helped from somewhere, and it took a little while, but it came. I don't remember. Do you remember what situation that was? I um, remember you
0: telling uh, me about I, it a while ago. I remember the one time I asked for, like, money. I decided, uh, you know, that that's something people commonly ask for, and I haven't really asked for that. So let me ask for it. I uh, want <laughs> millions of dollars to, like, flood into my uh, life. Uh, and they did the very mm-hmm. next day, million dollar bills uh, started flowing <laughs> from everywhere. I was getting them from every place, and, and they would show up. People would send them to me. Um, and unfortunately, they weren't real money that you could use, they were that play money <laughs> president on it, or the statue of liberty, or something like that. But the universe showed me <laughs> very clearly <laughs> that if it wanted to. <laughs> Yeah, you know, someone listened and someone did something, and I got exactly what I asked for. Uh, some people say I should be more specific. Other people say no, there was less than that.
1: <laughs> I don't think. I think it's more the specific part. I find okay. uh, the last time I the last time I moved, um, I was so, there was no way I could have logically moved. I needed more money. I had to work on uh-huh. other things, and uh, there was so much that I really wasn't able to do at that moment, you know. But I had—I really wanted to move. I knew I-, I would do better if I moved. So I had absolutely no way to do that. And I was packing up my things. I packed up furniture. Everything was in boxes. And I had clients looking at me like I'm crazy because I really didn't have a destination. <laughs> uh-huh. But I... You know, and then I found the right place, the right money, everything fell into place, and I
0: moved. You you place, you mm-hmm.
1: and and it's you know, and it's like you always say, also that it's just a matter of not just trust, but it's a matter of trust and knowing that it's coming. So I never right. know how it's coming, but I definitely know it is
0: coming. And it is coming.
1: You know, yeah. Sometimes sooner would be better. <laughs>
0: and so what,
1: but the answers okay. are still there.
0: I was trying to think of the example. Yes, I did share an example with you. I had asked for a particular book uh, when I was a kid. Yes, that's
1: the one. (laughs) Yeah, and Mm -hmm. uh, I
0: couldn't find it anywhere. And the times I came across it, it was like too expensive. I wasn't willing to pay that much money for it. But I kept, you know, I asked for it. Then I forgot about Mm -hmm. it for for decades. I forgot about it. (laughs) And I was uh, Mm -hmm. in a Barnes & Noble. I had a feeling to go to the Barnes & Noble that was uh, near my house. I lived in Forest Hills Mm -hmm. at the time. In Queens, So I got up because I always trust those hunches, especially if they prod me. Uh, I went there and I mm. found the book on the discount book table for like a dollar. So I figured if they might have got a costume <laughs> or something. And uh, so I went to the manager and asked, uh, you know, if they had any more books like this. So mm-hmm. he looked at it, he looked in his computer, and he goes, he doesn't even know where that came from. It's one of their stickers on it, for <laughs> college, so, Yeah, But he said that wasn't even in the inventory. So the universe delivered. It took him like 30-something years to deliver a, uh inexpensive copy of the <laughs> book. <laughs> and I forgot about it, but the universe didn't forget.
1: So. I know. I always laugh because, you, really, you can't make this stuff up.
0: No, you <laughs> so can't. can
1: can't. You know, I'm still working on the blowing off the radio station. In fact, yeah. uh, Tim Beckley's the one that Tim Beckley called me up to tell me about it. He said it's in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's funny how that works. And that's like you know, um, with the angels. By the way, I find when we work with the talisman as an example.
0: Okay, uh huh.
1: Basically, what a talisman does, I don't know if I mentioned it. What it does is it stores. Um, energy it's consecrated which means um, you know that you're you're working with it already and it's already fixed for energy and it's fixed for the person using it so what it's doing is it's storing energy and it's connecting to your personal vibration once you start carrying it and then if you're using them in connection to angels what it does Mm -hmm. is it gives the talisman a higher vibration and keeps them positive and powerful and I'm all for anything that keeps things positive yes you know you know, and then you get the abundance coming in. Sometimes a lot later, like the book.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, you know, it's coming in. You ask for help. You know, it's coming. The problem is we never know when. We just know it is. Yes. <laughs> you know, and depending on what it is, it comes in time.
0: <laughs> and, and sometimes it doesn't come in the form that you want it. And like you said. The answer is no, and it's no uh, because something better uh, is waiting for you somewhere. And that if you had, uh, if you had gotten what you had asked for, uh, you wouldn't have been uh, open and receptive to this better thing that came into your life.
1: Exactly. And, oh, I have a funny one, you know, because okay. I love my clients, <laughs> you know, so um, only because I'm connecting it to angels. And I had okay. this very nice lady as a client, and she was calling in Archangel Raphael for healing. That's a healing archangel, right? And she was getting terrible, terrible headaches. She was getting migraines, and she was having a hard time, and she called in the healing angel. And she really had an urge to go to a particular doctor at the time. She was driving by um, this building, and it had different doctor names, and she wasn't planning to go. And she got the headache all of a sudden again. She thought, okay, now I just have the urge to pull in. So when she's looking on the board that had a list of all the doctors' names, she just picked one. You know, there wasn't a reason she just picked one. Okay. So the bottom line is it turned out that uh, they ended up going out. She got married to the doctor and never had a headache again. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I kept thinking, really? Because, you know, she wanted to be in a relationship, but she wasn't looking. She was just really looking for healing at that point. And it, it was funny how it worked out. Now, he didn't do anything medically to get rid of her headache, but apparently the archangel decided to kind of, you know, cover two different areas at the same time.
0: <laughs> yes, it, it's very yeah, that's funny. it It's also true that uh, you know, sometimes in your life and you don't uh, see them. Like uh, after Athena and I had uh, connected, um, we realized that we had crossed paths uh, several times. Um, mm-hmm. I had I had a magazine that I was publishing once, like a fanzine type of magazine, and she used to write Mm -hmm. for it, Uh, and when we were 11 years old, we both went to the first Famous Monsters of Filmland convention, and I was looking (laughs) at her, and her father yelled at me for looking at her. Uh, Now, when I was 11 (laughs) years old, I was big, and I had a beard and a mustache and long hair, So, (laughs) so I looked a lot older, so I guess we figured, you know... Uh, What he'll figure. Uh, But, uh, and then some of the places we used to go frequently, uh, we discovered that we both would go to the same places frequently, like Palisades Amusement Park and certain types of uh, stores. (laughs) So we probably crossed paths many times in our lives until we um, hooked up. And that's always amazing when it happens. And I remember when I'm communicating with spirits. And uh, they had told me that my uh, twin flame, my soulmate, was in my life. And at the time, it didn't seem likely. Uh, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't believe them. But that's the time when she was writing for my magazine. So I didn't know her, but she was in my life already. We, right. we just oh, weren't ready so to connect funny. yet. So it's amazing uh, when you look back at some of the things that happened and uh, you, you realize that the universe uh, does uh play a part in moving you forward and helping you to get to some places, but also to avoid getting to some places. Oh,
1: definitely. I I like the avoiding part. Also, people always just focus like you were saying on the positive, but sometimes, you know, if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, it could as an example be a health issue or that could be an accident. And if you have the urge uh, all of a sudden to drive to a different location, you know, you could be avoiding an accident. So I yes. find a lot of us, you know, we just follow that instinct. If we have an urge, you know, we just move on it. You can't explain that to people, but it always works. We don't always find out why later, but most of the time we do, you know.
0: I That's still like the word true. with
1: the headache, though.
0: Because <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, well,
1: that was a really good way to cure that headache. <laughs>
0: And that was a really good way to hook her up uh, to the doctor by giving her that headache and not letting her get rid of it uh, enough so that she'd go see a doctor rather than just taking aspirins for a while or uh, Tylenol or whatever exactly. for the headache. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because nothing worked. And she did, She actually didn't have the headache. And then she said as she was driving, going to drive past that building, all of a sudden she got the headache really bad.
0: So they, that's why she stopped.
1: So it, it's funny. You know they yes.
0: help in funny ways. <laughs> yes, they do, and it, it, it's it's true what you said, uh, and you've said it several times today and other times. So I'm gonna, just going to repeat it because it, it bears uh, yeah. repeating, <laughs> is that these beings are known by different names to different uh, people, and just exactly. like you know, different relationship with your friends and your family are not going to be the same with each friend or family member. So your relationship with uh, celestial beings is not going to be the same exactly as someone else's, and it is a relationship. And uh, Maria Definitely. mentioned earlier to thank uh, them if they do something for you, and that is something you should do regardless of who does something for you. <laughs> you should thank them because if you don't <laughs> thank them, if you take them for granted, they're not going to be likely to, you know, uh, to assist you when you need assistance or to connect you. With <laughs> A connection, so that's simple courtesy. And and again, think of it like you would any other type of relationship. If you value the relationship, uh, it it becomes reciprocal and it becomes easier. Uh, Think about the times people tried to bully you into doing something. Were you happy with doing Mm -hmm. it or uh, Mm -hmm. if you tried to bully people? So it's the same thing with the invisibles. You know, Uh, form a relationship. Take your time, and then uh, things will happen much more magically, much more often.
1: Oh, I agree, and it really always works like that. I find I tend to I always say thank you, but sometimes I say thank you and I send love you know yeah. because and that doesn't people don't understand sometimes they're really focused on I can't feel the love to send it because I don't know who this entity is as an example or person you know, so it's not a matter of feeling love because there's power in the word, so if you're thinking, I am sending love to a friend or, you know, archangel or whoever, you know, it actually happens. And that's like paying them. The thank you and sending yes. love is like paying them. So, you know, they get paid in different ways.
0: We, all do. <laughs> we yes. definitely
1: want them to know we appreciate. And it's just like you said, I, I agree with you that, you know, if you're going to say thank you, you'd say thank you to a friend. You know, right. So now you have all these beings that are helping on a totally different level that's going to improve your life. How can you not say thank you? And I think you and I have talked about this before, that I find when I uh, when I say that I want them to work for me for whatever purpose it is, as soon as I put out what the purpose is, I immediately say thank you. I don't wait until I see the results. I right. say thank you as soon as I'm, I'm done. because you know, and I always look at it like this. It's like if you have an earthly father and um, you you go to the store and you ask them for candy and your father says, okay, before we leave the store, I'm going to buy that for you, right? You immediately say, thank you. And you walk around the store, you forget it because you know your father's buying it for you. So I think it's along the same line. As soon as you ask, you know, they're already saying, yes, you want to say thank you, and hopefully they get around to it sooner than later, but they're still going to get around to it.
0: They'll still get around to it. And then, you know,
1: mm-hmm. and I, then I, I
0: try to say thank you <laughs> know I say thank you if I, if I ask for something. Uh, I also say thank you if something unexpected and pleasant happens, mm-hmm. and I can't sense right. who or what could have helped me, so I thank whoever... Whoever helped me, if I don't know who it is.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, yeah I did the same thing. Yeah, good, good. I, I thought so.
1: And it's funny because we have unusual things happen, and they're normal for us. And right. then I forget it isn't always normal for other people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I um uh, I find like I have two prankster um Native American teenagers that passed away. You know, tribal. You know, uh-huh. passed away a long time ago. And once in a while they pop up, not all of us. And then it doesn't matter where I live. My doorbell keeps ringing, lights go on and off,
0: you know. Uh-huh. And then I'll,
1: have, I'll be doing the reading for a client, and my doorbell's ringing, and they go, it's okay if you answer the door. And I'm trying to say, no, there's nobody there. Right. right. <laughs> and then after a while they're like, they're getting edgy, so I get up, I answer the door, there's, I come back, there's nobody there. So now I just tell people if they really don't understand what I do, and most people I connect with do. But the one or two that are newer to this, I just go, you know, must be the electricity in the neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) I don't say it was triggering the electricity in the neighborhood.
0: (laughs) Right, but it's being triggered.
1: Yeah, but I I find things that you and I um, assume or take, take for granted because we're so used to it.
0: Sometimes
1: it's hard to remember
0: other people aren't, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's very true. And uh, um, unfortunately, we're, we're in the last uh, nine minutes of the show. Otherwise, I'd share a story, so I'll save the story for next time. But, uh, yeah. uh, uh, but when you work well, you with have people, wonderful people and you're doing what they call the work, You know, if you're helping out in some way, and that way could be helping people communicate through your vehicle or through a system of divination, or it could be uh, helping the souls of those who have passed on. And I know a lot of uh, uh, metaphysical folk are helping all these souls that were losing to uh, COVID-19. Oh, definitely.
1: Uh, We're helping with the transition, all of us. You know, you and I and other people. We're helping them have an easier transition, so some of them are in shock. It's not an
0: expected illness, and there's so many of them, mm-hmm. and uh, many of them are dying alone, you know, without the comfort of uh, oh, family yeah. or other humans because of the nature of the disease. So, um, you know, if, if once you walk on the magical uh, path, uh, life becomes magical, and uh, you know that's mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that's both the blessing and the curse of it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's really funny. I always think that which is better for other people, you know, other than us, which is what, which is wonderful and fine, which is better for them. <laughs> and especially now, I think with what you said about the virus, I think um, the sad part, as you were saying before, is that they're passing away by themselves because yeah. a lot of the hospitals wouldn't let a relative in so that they can be with them while they're passing. Uh, So I I think that was very difficult with a lot of us knowing that because you want somebody there when whoever it is passes, you know. So the fact that they weren't letting in relatives or friends, I think it made the passing harder. Uh, Not with everybody, with a lot of people. So I'm always happy that, you know, you and I can help with the transition and there are other people out there doing light work.
0: Uh, And that
1: makes you feel good that, you know, we have people that actually are coming together in a positive way.
0: Yeah, a lot of people in the magical community that I, you know, I got a call asking if I would help out. and it's like, of course, and I asked them what they were doing. Uh, and yeah, I, everyone's different and does do things a different way. Uh, so I did it uh, my particular way. but uh, right you know, it, it was very good to do that. And uh, uh, anything we could all do uh, for people, whether they're living, breathing people or people who are no longer alive or breathing, Uh, It's still fellow humans stuck in the human adventure. So, whatever we could do to help them pass on is is a good thing.
1: Definitely. And I think right now, when we're talking about angels, I think they've, with the virus and everything, I just think they're doing a lot more work.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Which is a good thing. And, uh, And other spirits.
0: And this is going to be a to be continued. So, how can people get in contact with you, uh, and what type of services uh, are, are you offering? Okay.
1: Well, um, obviously, I have the books on Amazon and with Timothy Beckley.
0: But also,
1: but um, also, I do readings, and I work internationally. So, I do readings. So, my cell number is six three one five five nine one two four eight so people can call me, they can text me. Um I do have email but I don't look that often. <laughs> okay, so okay. it's my first initial last name, but it's M D A N D R E A one hundred at Gmail dot com. And then my website is just my first to last name, Maria dot com. And uh yeah you know, I'm always there to help people. So I teach classes yes, you are. Uh, actually I'm a I'm a public speaker, so I do travel. In fact, there's going to be a conference in April in Albuquerque, and I'm one of the speakers. So,
0: I'll, awesome. you know,
1: if something comes up, we travel. Anything that helps people do better, I find the reason I like teaching is, and just like you, the reason I like teaching is because I feel the more people can do for themselves, the better it is for everybody around them also. So I like when people can do their own thing.
0: <laughs> Me too. I, I like uh, when people are empowered yeah. to do their, own, do their own thing. And if I could steer them in that direction, help them out a little bit, uh, that's what I do as well. And um, uh, I should probably talk to you about this off uh, the air, but I feel strongly I should mention it to you now. So um, I'm working with uh, some people trying to get a school going. Uh, a oh, nice so since you're teaching and mm-hmm. traveling and doing things like that uh, once that's a little bit more of a reality and less in the, in the astral and more in the physical uh, I'll, mm-hmm. you know, I will present it to you and you're welcome to, to play if you like it would be a regular type of school with curriculum um, and uh, again I won't Great. say more but uh, I'm actively working on that so uh, if you could teach there that would be a phenomenal thing oh I would
1: love that That sounds wonderful because we're also helping people in teaching. And what I love about you and, you know, and also with Athena, but what I love about you is that you really want people to learn and you're giving them real knowledge because I find, unfortunately, there are many people in our field, uh, the paranormal, metaphysical, psychic, spiritual field, that they will tell people things up to a point but not right. past that because if, if they teach what we really do, they don't look as impressive. Right, you know? right. And that's kind of sad. But what I love with you is any way that you can help people do better for themselves, whether it's giving them information or teaching, you're right there. So I'm always honored to be on your show and to be working
0: with you. And the same here, and uh, but I felt again, that's a like a, a type of thing that normally I would discuss it off the air, but I felt very strongly no, no, tell her now, tell her now. So it's like, okay. Oh, that sounds
1: great. <laughs> See, now I'm excited. We've got to manifest It's quicker.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, you'll hold me accountable to it. Um, we have two more minutes. Um, For people who are fascinated by magic and the occult and metaphysics and the spiritual path, but are afraid, for whatever reason, uh, to explore it, and not that it's not without its uh, dangers and challenges, so let's put that on the table, too, but... what? advice would you give people when they're first starting to explore, uh, to go outside of their conditioning and to look at new ways of uh, experiencing the world? Okay.
1: Well, normally what I suggest to people are three things first, before they get heavier into it. Uh, The first thing, obviously, I always suggest is psychic self-defense. It doesn't matter if they learn from me, a friend, or down the block, but any form that works for them is psychic self-defense. The other thing that I feel they should be um, more aware of is meditation, because meditation is the link between the two realities of man and spirit. It's your connecting link, for lack of a better word. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: uh, the third thing that I always suggest before you get into learning how to go out of body or tarot or anything else is that they understand the concept of what psychic, spiritual, and metaphysics really is, because they're not the same field. Some of us do all the fields, such as yourself, but they're different fields. So I feel they need to understand the concept of what they're really dealing with before they jump in. And then after that, you can pretty much do anything you want in learning. But I find that those seem to be the most uh, priority uh, situations for people to move on in a positive way and so that they can actually learn and move forward instead of kind of guessing. And once you know all that, then
0: you can manifest. So thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for being on the show, and I will talk to you very soon. And thanks to all who listened. Some people called in and listened directly. Um, Until next time, this is us wishing you joyous journeys and amazing adventures. Thanks a lot again, Maria. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Bye-bye. Good night, everybody.